0: Thank you for downloading this episode of Just Ball Things NBA Podcast. From the J Man and the Real NJ, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now, on with the show. Shut up and sit down. Hello, hello, all you beautiful peasants, people across Australia where I am now, and indeed across the world, my name is Jacques Higgins Manuel, hashtag the J-Man, and thank you so much for downloading and listening to this episode of Just Ball Things NBA Podcast. You're listening to episode 1.10, Double Digits, on this Christmas Eve, Saturday at the 24th of December, which Nick didn't actually know. And with today, we have the real NJ, Nick Buzink. How are we, mate?
1: It's a bit, uh, bit strange, this role reversal here, and also having you in the studio right now.
0: I'm waving. I can see you waving at me. Uh, I'm putting my phone <laughs> um, It's fun to be here, Nick, and do you like the look of the JBT shirt in person? Yeah,
1: wearing the we're in the JBT shirt that's been across Facebook. I like it, mate.
0: And we've got the matching Christmas hats. Yes,
1: we've had our Christmas dinner. It's currently, what is it, quarter to eleven. Uh, almost... You know what? This podcast may run into Christmas Day.
0: Hey, so
1: we can wish you all a Merry Christmas if that comes to it.
0: Yeah, I think a DBS might get into it, but like, just to say what happened at dinner, it was a momentous thing, and we've uh, we've told you about Nick's cheese and the his ability to feed to fit large amounts of food into I his really mouth. I really don't
1: think these these people need
0: to know this. I think that they definitely do. And my dad, mum took some v- photos of this, and there was photographic evidence of Nick putting 21. It was like 24. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you stopped counting at 21, though. He put 21 hot chips into his mouth as just like a dare. And around the table, there was like me, there was Omar, there was Magus, there was Chaz... And I've never been more disgusted by a human being or any being in my life. Uh Nick, how, like you are like, how do you do these things?
1: I'm a gargantuan male. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what can
1: I say? Um it was hard. It was one of the hardest things
0: I've done. <laughs> I think Chaz's comment summed it up beautifully. Do you have gums?
1: <laughs> there was like, a lot of room in my mouth, so uh
0: Give us a... Open up your mouth, mate. Like, what are we going to do? There is
1: definitely gums in there, mate.
0: Chelsea's a lucky woman. (laughs) Uh, Let's get on to some NBA news. Merry Christmas, everyone, if we do get there. And for all the people around the world, whenever you listen to this, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah. All that. Happy Festivus. Yeah, Festivus was yesterday. Was it? It's a Festivus for the rest of us. Festivus. We've got a lot of problems with you people, but I'm not going to vent them because I love you guys. So we've got the NBA news with Nick Nothing and the J-Man. Nick, what are we kicking off with, mate?
1: All right, we'll kick off here with... The CBA What's the CBA, Nick? Good question, Jack What is the CBA, Jack? <laughs> yeah, I the, to... uh, it's, it's the Collective Bargaining Agreement Is it not? Yes Yes, well done, mate uh, It is massive news in, in the NBA at the moment um, Obviously, you know It's it's, it's a deal that will affect all the players And all the franchises um, So, a new CBA was discussed And it has been ratified It's been ratified today It has yeah. been ratified Um so, Jack, you want to take us through exactly what has changed in this CBA from the last?
0: Yes. Yeah, so basically what's happening with the, the, the CBA collective bargaining agreement is basically rosters, player contracts, how it affects teams' ownership, how people are paid, how players are paid, how much money they have on their roster, and that's going up incrementally. Um, but there's been a lot of controversy about it. So, players like Steph Curry, who's now on, like, a bargain contract of like eleven million dollars. When the new CBA kicks in next year in twenty seventeen, from I think it's to two thousand and twenty one, in that five year period, he can make forty million dollars a year, uh, a max contract. But however, they may not the Warriors may not be able to re sign Kevin Durant because of the whole. They're lucky right now that they've got Draymond Green and Clay Thompson on bargain contracts. Um, but Draymond, speaking of Draymond Green, he went off on Twitter. We've got it uh, here on our google.nick. And do we, do we want to go through what he said? Yeah, yeah. Go for it, mate. All right. So Draymond Green, this was on December 15th. So last week, it, it was still being... It, it hadn't been fully ratified by the NBA and by the Players Association. So what he said first was, one day we'll get it right. Maybe. And then he followed that with a tweet of, stand for something or fall for anything. Then he he's a third tweet. is like Donald Trump shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then his third tweet... That's a heartbreaker. And in his final tweet, deal, question mark, question mark, SMH shake my head. So he clearly wasn't happy with this, Nick. Why, why do you think that Draymond... I mean, he's going to benefit from this in the long run. Why wasn't he happy with this this CBA deal that's, that's been ratified now?
1: I am not too sure, to be honest. I mean, um, there's a lot of... I can understand why players who are fresh into teams would not like this. Uh, just to, for clarifying for anyone who doesn't know the rule of the new agreement that yeah. has been instated is that it's, it's there to what's, what's the word I'm looking for it, it's, it's, it rewards players yes. with
0: loyalty so like yeah. your Kobe's your, your Tim Duncan's mm. your, your Kevin Garnett's so all those players that have stayed with their team yeah
1: so they, they're allowed um, to be paid more than the max contract if they stay with the
0: team that they've been rook,
1: rookie uh, signed
0: on a rookie deal, so I think Russell Westbrook would be getting a beastly yeah. deal. Yeah, um, LeBron James, Steph, like we mentioned, Steph would, would be um, yeah really hard forty million dollars. So I just don't, that number—it's like a, a doctor evil number. Yeah, forty million dollars. Um, and no, don't do the don't. Now that I can actually just do, be,
1: the, do the pinky thing at the side of your mouth,
0: I feel like you ha- you can't say it properly unless you do it, but. The reason why Draymond, I'll, I'll take over for you, I can't. I can actually not even say. Let me stop you right there. I can literally just use my body language to actually take over from you. Just like shove your just fist in my mouth. Done. Um, so what this means is that players like Draymond Green and you know your your superstar players, this benefits this benefits the Seth Curry's and LeBron James, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. It doesn't benefit those lesser tier players like you know James Michael McAdoo or those players who are like the tenth to the fourteenth player on the roster who aren't really going to see the benefits of this new CBA deal in terms of their contracts. The same as well, John Wall came out, your boy, um, and he came out in also in a similar sort of fashion, but, you know, in an interview with, uh, I think it was the Washington Tribune or where was it? It was on, the, it was on Clutch Points. Um, and what he was saying was the fact that the Washington Wizards really lack that exposure that, say, a Lakers or Golden State Warriors does that his max contract may not be the same as a max contract from Steph Curry, from LeBron James. John Wall is an absolute superstar, but being on the Washington Wizards is going to affect him. It could affect a player like Giannis Katumpo, who is a beast and an absolute superstar, but he's in Milwaukee. Uh, it could affect these players, and I, 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 in a way, I'm glad that this is this has happened because you know it, it rewards the players for you know the ever increasing popularity of the league, but at the same time it. <laughs> I, I don't know, it, it's... the I can only compare it to what, you know, the AFL, Australian Football League, and it just doesn't seem right that, you know, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer.
1: Yeah, I understand. I mean, what's what's to stop a a player from... Obviously, it's up to the organisation, but just say if you get drafted at... Like, getting drafted at the Lakers would be a huge... Yeah. Like, it, it already is a big difference, but... For example, Ben, ben Simmons, getting drafted... Um, you know, rumors were rumors were going around that Philly were going to take Ingram, yep. and then Simmons were going to go to the Lakers, yep. and the exposure to Simmons at the Lakers franchise would be phenomenally better than the than Philly. Yeah, and under this new CBA, that would definitely be.
0: Because of the national TV exposure that the Lakers get, even when they're a horrible team, same with the Knicks. They get the ESPN games, they get the TNT games, whereas, you know, my boys the Nets and your boys the Wash Whiz, when was the last time we saw them at ESPN? Jesus. Um, I don't think I've I've actually seen them on, like, actual, like, uh, free-to-air television since I've gone for the Nets, unless it was, like, playoffs. And the probably. Nets were a
1: bigger team than the Wizards as well. Yeah, and I yeah. think
0: there was probably a period where, like, you know, the Nets and the Knicks. But, but I digress. And anyway, I think that this deal is good, but I think we're going to have to wait and see and w- whether the results will, you know, affect players like you, John Walls. And, I mean, if the players are coming out in against it, well, then I've, I think we've definitely got to keep our ears open for it, Nicholas. But what else is uh, bumping around the news of the NBA? Um,
1: well, we've got the... Uh... Oh, wow. Well, we've got some big news here with uh, the George Carl book revelations on J.R. Smith and Mello. Um, Jack, for the people who haven't, who don't know this story, uh, do you want to give them a quick rundown?
0: Absolutely, mate. So, what was happening uh, earlier in the week, I think it was only a few days ago, to be, to be fair. Yeah, um, it, was,
1: it was really recent. Yeah,
0: so it was quite recent. And Kenny Martin also came out. So, for those that don't know George Carl, he's a, a former coach in the NBA, uh, he coached Mello at Denver, J.R. at Denver, Kenya Martin at Denver, and he was most recently at the Sacramento Kings with Boogie, and he had a fiery relationship with Boogie. I mean, everyone does, but George Carl took it to, a, to another level. Um, so, and, and this is me quoting something from the book. Nick, do you want to read it? Because I, uh, all right, just, you go. Yeah,
1: you, all right, I'll read it. Kenyon and Carmelo carry two big burdens all that money and no father to oh show them how to act like a man, Carl God. wrote. And on Smith, Carl wrote that the now Cavs guard had, quote, a huge sense of entitlement, a disgrace sorry, a distracting posse, his eye always on the next contract and some unbelievable shot selection. So some um, some racially stirring words there from George Carl. Um obviously the players didn't take too kindly to it Mallow came out and was Took a bit the high road i think there, there's a bit of age and a bit of maturity yeah. show there but um jr was a bit less um civil
0: and i think within, within reason like this of course, is seriously yeah. this is shit old white men would put on twitter and this is
1: coming out this is coming out after the whole phil jackson cavs posse yeah. thing yeah it's
0: it's disgusting that the, this is actually like especially in the NBA in such a diverse organisation where players all around the world from, from where we are in Australia to, you know, African-Americans to Barcelona to Europeans, it's, it's ridiculous that race especially and, like, I don't know whether, like, we just need to get, like, a muzzle for people like Phil Jackson and George Carl because it's disgusting. Like, let's be real. I mean, we are playfully racist sometimes, Nick, but this, for me, is just taking it too far. Like, it, it, I, and I respect the hell out of LA for taking the high road. Um, but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought of him any less if he had have just gone, look, George Carl is an absolute fuckwit. Yeah, of and course. he needs to like put a sock in his mouth because it was disgusting what he said. And I think George Carl needs to be banned from ESPN, any sort of media organizations. He shouldn't get a role in any sort of NBA organization because this shit is not on. Not in fucking two thousand sixteen. Well I guess in two thousand sixteen when we got Donald Trump as president in the United States. Hashtag DT twenty sixteen. That stuff
1: isn't happening till twenty seventeen. So you know, DT twenty seventeen. Happy
0: Happy New Year. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, speaking. Well, do you have any thoughts on this, Nick? Like, I'm pretty angry about. It. I'm pretty up. Of out.
1: course, yeah. I mean it's it's just silly how after it's this silly. whole um, after everything that happened with Phil Jackson, yeah, uh, and what, you know, so with, so with uh, Melo as well. For the, yeah,
0: for those that didn't aware of what Phil Jackson has been saying the last few weeks. He's, he's been saying some comments about LeBron James saying that his posse and stuff. So similar words. Being,
1: to, you know, his uh, business associates that he is in, yeah. you know, million dollar industries with.
0: And it's just like, wh- why do you need to comment on that? And I, I and I mean the Knicks have been performing quite well and whether that was sort of motivated by something to spur his team. And he also said like, you know, Melo needs to share the ball, this sort of stuff. Um no. Old white men. I hope we don't turn into that. Nick. I, um,
1: I can't see it. Different. It's a. It's a, such a huge generational gap between these people and the modern, modern generation. It's just they've got no. They need to conform. I yeah, guess. Yeah. These are the people that they, voted they, for they Donald need Trump. To, you know, they need to
0: get out. Get, get as, out. As I would say, they need. Speaking of getting out, you to, get out. They need to get out. <laughs> Um, but what else is kicking around in the NBA news, mate? Uh,
1: that's an excellent question, mate. Just let me uh, read this Google Doc here, and i don't tell let, you people <laughs> you're reading the Google Doc. Um,
0: it takes away from the professional we'll, nature of our actual podcast. We'll,
1: we'll talk about some injuries in the NBA injury news. What's injury going news, on? Yes, Do you want me to injure you? Um, no, you actually can. You can physically injure me now. Um, sorry, we're a bit excited. We've haven't, we haven't we, we haven't been able to record a podcast ever
0: next to each other I'm so. touching Nick right now ladies and gentlemen yes. and I'm getting a bit frisky
1: um, speaking of injuries not that we ever started speaking of injuries <laughs> we didn't actually um, speak of
0: injuries at all uh,
1: Cameron Payne of the OKC is nearing a return Jack what nope. does this mean for the Thunder it means less back?
0: it means less Pain for Russell Westbrook. Uh, yes. Do you get it? Yeah, I get it. Do, can you explain why I would say that? Because his name is Chris Payne. <laughs> it's not like Chris Payne. Oh, Cameron Payne. It's Sorry, Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne. Okay, Cameron Payne coming back basically lessens. I mean, Russell Westbrook's probably still going to average a triple double. Let's be real. More than likely. Yes. Um, but it gives him another scoring presence. Cameron Payne is quite a talented youngster, and like to give them another spark off the bench, and just to give them some extra ta- like. Talent and that because you know, too much is being left to Russell Westbrook right now. And yes, he's taking that all on himself, but they don't really have any sort of who comes off the bench for them. Like, I, I'm I'd have to like call out A Rod to ask him because it's can't I think Kanda comes off the bench, yeah, definitely, but he can't do everything off the bench because he's a like, horrible defender. And they need like, I don't know who their actual backup point guard is. It's a Sub- is it Sabonis? No,
1: Sabonis is a forward, um. Oh, no. Is it Jeremy no, no, Grant? No, I think it might be, yes. Yeah, and so, like, yes.
0: Jeremy Grant is a, a Philadelphia 76ers reject. So, to get Cameron Payne off the bench, and I think, I mean, him, and, and we've seen on, you know, the swaggy, the, you know, the, the warm ups they do before the game, Cameron Payne and Russell. Come on, join him with me, Nick. Come yep. on, get in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No I mean, one can see this. I don't care, but I'm having fun. Um, but yeah, I think it means that the, for the OKC, okay, so basically, it's good things, good, good times ahead. But on uh, a lesser good times ahead note, Nick, we've got uh, BG32, Blake Griffin, John's favourite player, Luke Magwick's favourite player, uh, his in recent injury <laughs> is going to leave him out for around six weeks minimum, uh, so we've heard. What does this mean for Clips Nation?
1: I think they'll be alright.
0: Really? I think they'll be alright.
1: They were without Blake Griffin for a lot last, of last season, yep. coming into the playoffs especially with the broken hand and the whole... Punching the shit said, out of the personal trainer. He said, she said, you know... He punched... Okay, he punched the shit out of the personal tra- <laughs> um, Yeah, with that whole debacle there. So, that, he was out for a lot of it. Um,
0: they're third in it, the it, ace right now, aren't they? They are.
1: Yeah. Um, they're doing unbelievably well. Uh, they had an amazing start, and they've just kind of... tapered a think, little bit. I think they've, yeah, they've, they've plateaued a little bit. It's
0: that mid-season blues.
1: Uh, Their current, the current last ten is on six and four, so they've been better. But I reckon they'll still be able to maintain that top three.
0: But Chris Paul's recent injury—it's only hamstring tightness. You take away their two best players, it's going to be tough for them. Yeah, I I mean
1: both. Yeah, it's going to be tough. But it's only hamstring tightness. They lost today with both of them out,
0: and it was in like a buzzer beater by Harrison Barnes. Yeah, so it's so
1: those games you just—it was against the Mavs though, so it's
0: yeah. But the I think the Mavs have been a lot better lately. They're not last anymore in the standings, and Harrison Barnes has been balling, so we'll give them that. the fact that, yeah, I think, I agree with you to an extent, but I think it's, if this is a six-week injury, all good. If this is a 12-week injury, which is people have been forecasting that it could be, um, then I think it starts to get into some territory. Are oh, we going to have to bring you back early? Is it going to be injured? Uh, it was elective surgery you were telling me, wasn't it, Nick? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's like he had to have this done, and I think one of the sources came out and saying he didn't have to have this done. But it's just better for the long term. If he's back before the playoffs, give him 10, 15 games.
1: He'll definitely be back before the playoffs if uh, all speculation is, you know, pays off. Yeah. Um. So in that in that sense, the elective it was good to have you know have that elective surgery. Yeah. Because he will be back better than ever, hopefully. Yeah. Um, for the playoffs, uh, where they need him the most, they've kind of solidified that top. They're at least finishing top four. I yeah. can't them drop. I can't see them dropping below the Grizzlies.
0: The Grizzlies have been balling though. With yeah, but Mike not Conley. below,
1: not the below the Clippers. They're yeah. not. I don't think they're going to drop below the Clippers. So I think it was a good move there to have it at this point in the season. Yeah. If you had to have it done. Yeah, in, yeah. Uh, it's eventually. A good point. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, go
0: go Clippers without Blake Griffin. I think they'll be fine.
1: you well. You're on the
0: Clippers bandwagon, aren't you? I do. I like mean, I am guys. the one that has two Blake Griffin jerseys now. <laughs> um, so yeah, go Clips.
1: Um. And last bit of uh, news here. We'll talk about the all-star voting. There was some changes to the uh, all-star voting this year, and some good changes. Yes. Thank God. I hope <laughs> politics. I, I wish politics worked like this as well. Uh, <laughs> voting for the players and media will be allowed, as well as voting as well as with the fan voting. So, so voting fan is the fan voting. Sorry, is fifty percent, twenty five percent for the players and media, and then another twenty five percent for the coaches.
0: The coaches. Yep. Who do you think this is a like? This is obviously great news. Who do you think is gonna like vote for themselves the most? J R Smith. I can't see
1: anyone not voting for themselves. But like, who's it's gonna such be an like egotistical league? Yeah,
0: but like, the, you won't know, see someone like you know LeBron James doesn't need to, but like, no. who's gonna be some one of those mid tier players that's like, come on man, who's trying to like get Bieber or like his famous celebrity friends to sort of like remember Zaza Patrulia how he almost made it last well, year? Well,
1: this this is in light of that. I mean. Because fans had such an overwhelming vote on who participates in um, the All Star weekend, and it's and not always right. Like no, Kobe did, made Of course Of course not. It's, it's disgraceful. I. It's for that reason that I don't value All Stars. All Stars. Yeah. Like I did it all right. They're clearly the, but but it's the NBA, best, it's but NBA a lot of it team. is. Yeah. yeah, it's NBA first team for me. That is. Yeah. That's the number one uh, yeah. thing. Everyone goes on about their All Star games, but like. Yeah, I don't don't buy into it. Um, And obviously the foreign market in Zaza Petrullia being huge.
0: What, Atlanta, Georgia? Not Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia, the country. (laughs) Georgia, the country. Um, He
1: almost made the All-Star... all-Star game last week well, last year I, I and think, that is
0: that can't happen again. Well I think that's going to probably work in the favor also of Paul Zingas as well. But I think Paul Zingas would probably almost deserve to make
1: He it, would I'm almost saying. deserve to make in it. The east, that that yeah. East, yeah. East forward definitely. Uh, east east power forward center, yeah. yeah like, there been
0: some I mean the the center resurgence has certainly been happening, but great news in the All-Star world, nick nothing. Um yep. who are you going to be voting for? Like oh, who are you most behind at like a lesser tier? I mean, John Wall isn't going to go above, like, Isaiah, is he? Probably not, but I'm voting for John Wall. All right, Team Brolo.
1: Team Brolo. Brolo's not going to make it,
0: mate. Name a better centre in the East than him. He's the best offensive centre in the East. Drummond. Okay, uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with uh, Hashtag DP of the Week.
1: You're listening to JBT Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at JBT Podcast. Welcome back to JBT Podcast. Jack, you Can have I- an announcement to make.
0: <laughs> Stop. Mr. Luke Magri is joining us for DP of the Week, ladies
2: and gentlemen. <sighs> What's up? <laughs> the unofficial king of the peasants is in the building, here to provide my NBA knowledge onto all of you. Wait, did Your you problem. win
0: the first SMS? Was it I, I, oh. won, I won the first, first <laughs> match, under
2: very contentious circumstances. <laughs> Alright, right, well let's, let's,
0: get, get, let's, get. Get, let's get on to it mate. Hashtag uh, DP the Week. We're going to kick it off with, what is wrong with the Chicago Bulls and Portland Trailblazers right
2: now, Magus? What do you what do you got for us mate? Have you been doing your research? Uh, I've done uh, no research, but <laughs> this is more so coming off my own personal opinions. Alright, go. Uh, okay. Look, I'll start off with the Trailblazers. Um, I, I personally think that last season they overachieved. Um, they did very well considering the massive changes they made to their yeah. their roster. Um, and they did quite well. I mean, they got to the second round of the playoffs. They beat my Clippers in the first round. But it should be noted that for the most of that series, uh, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin were both injured. So yeah. their win kind of is a little bit tainted in, in that sense. Uh, B injuries can be an excuse uh, to... To
0: a, to a certain Mags, let me stop you right there. That Whoa, is the I sort got, of information... I already got hit with a... That, is, right so, that is the sort of information that is going to kick Nick Nothing out of his, his host role and his I, host chair right I, now. I am merely
1: the facilitator. Um, I ask you... I, I tell you though, um, Maggis, no one remembers the injuries. They don't. People will remember... Um, Clippers losing that series and trailblazer, Trailblazers winning that series. That's true. Uh, but I agree. Yes. <laughs> I think they did overachieve, but... Um, I think uh, Lillard needs to sort something out. Well, he came he out to... for
0: yeah. Well, he came out during uh, following the humiliating forty five point loss to the Warriors earlier in the week, saying that we just have to play with some damn heart. Mm. He's the leader of that locker room, and he's sort of got got to get them in a cohesive manner. I don't know what's wrong. Their defense has been horrific. Um, they've got no problems with their offense, and you've got the probably one of the best backcourts in the league. You've got Damian Lillard. You've got CJ McCollum. And other than that, who you got really to provide for them? Like Mo Harkless is a decent piece, um, but you know Plumlee—they've got all these sort of like pieces that they've got to work together. Mm. And they've kept
2: a lot of the same pieces as last year, apart from like Evan Turner, who is one of the worst pickups. I was—I was actually going to say that myself. I think that that pickup baffled me when it happened. Nineteen million dollars yes. a year. Yeah, like what? A, like that is the worst contract. Of yeah, people. I mean, looking in in, in, in looking at the terms of all the contracts that were handed out last season, yeah. I think it was probably on. On par, yeah. yeah. Um, but I just don't necessarily. I, I've never rated him that much. I yeah. think he fit fit really well in the South Sea. He system. did. He did. Um, and I don't really know why he he he, he left. And um, he hasn't added anything to them he at hasn't, all. No, he hasn't.
0: Like they've already got players like you know Aminu. They've got players like Harkless. All these players provide what Evan Turner does, if yes. not better. Like you know, they provide better defense, better offense. Like why? Uh, and I guess in terms of like you know their salary cap, they probably have to find just someone to give some money to. But there would have been so many other players on the market. I mean, there's there's a lot going wrong with them and. Nick, you got anything for us that do you want to add for the Trailblazers? What what is going on with them?
1: Well, you mentioned their bad defense. They are letting in 112 points per game. That's almost as bad as my Nets. It's <laughs> Quite quite bad defensively. Uh, they did drop out of the eight. They did drop out of those. So They're not even the top eight anymore. They're 13 and 19. Who's above them in the running? Um, running their last ten as uh, one and nine.
2: If the Kings are above you, then you know something. You know something's yeah, not so going k- well.
1: Kings are Kings. Kings have clinched. No, not clinched. Kings are in a, in a um, in a playoff spot at the moment, so that's um, that saves up That's quite damning for the Trailblazers. But if it's disharmony, that um, well, not, not so much disharmony. It's more they're they're lacking character in that um Defensive. in that locker room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't um, think it's a locker room thing. I well, think... if, if we're taking what Lillard has said as fact and saying that, you know, um, this this team needs to play with more heart. They need to play with more aggression, or whatever. It's up to the franchise player. To provide that, the wizards were going through the same thing.
2: Yeah, but it's Lillard, up to Beal
1: is... and Wall, I'm I'm taking this to a wizard's place again.
2: But it's a nice enough Wow, what a surprise! Um, <laughs> I did bring up the Clippers within a couple of minutes. Okay, so well,
0: a... I haven't talked about the Nets, ladies. You generally. did
2: because you said they were worse than the Nets. Yes, you did. I
0: did. Anyway, well, let's Can move go. on. Let's
1: move on to the Bulls. Um, they have fallen off the rails. They're they've dropped as well, below yeah. 500 um, after starting the season in emphatic. Nature, yeah, they start off um, really well. so they've dropped below the paces and the bucks at the moment. I had them in my top eight. You've had some the season. Calls by the I man. had the Lakers in the top, and eight. I <laughs> um, I stick by that Lakers. <laughs> they're Memphis a bad Grizzlies ru- at fifth? They're having a bad run at the moment, and I think the Mike Conley thing will catch up to the Grizzlies. Oh, anyway, sure. we're not talking about that. <laughs> we're talking about the Bulls. Uh, three and seven in their past ten. Currently fourteen and fifteen, dropping below that. 500. 500 level.
0: And Stelios, is, he hit us up on Facebook and this has prompted probably us sort of talking about this in the DP of the Week and he was saying to us, is it me or the Chicago Bulls just rubbish? Two days in a row they've been smashed by the Bucks. Hashtag the Greek freak. Yes, we know, you know, Antetokounmpo Katumbo is a, is a gun. Mm. But I think it's it, it's a lot deeper than that. Like, you know, Rajan, what does Rajan Rondo just do to NBA teams whenever he's on them? Whether it's the Mavs, whether it's the Kings, he just like destroys them. It's not even, that, oh, it's,
1: I don't. They don't have. They have three starting guards. Yeah, I, 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 they've pushed Jimmy Butler to small forward. It's just ship off Rondo and have <laughs> and have Butler playing that shooting guard. Dwayne Wade. Oh, he, uh, Dwayne uh, Wade's Do you fit Dwayne? Wade? Yeah, that's that's right. He think the point. No, well, look. Yeah. I
0: think Michael Carter Williams is injured, and he's not like a great point guard anyway. But Dwayne Wade, Rajan Rondo, Jimmy Butler all need the ball in their hands. They do. Mm. So like, it doesn't really matter if. Which, who plays at a point guard? Because like you know, LeBron James has played point guard yeah, for the Miami yeah. Heat and stuff. It's just that Rajan Rondo creates a toxic environment in any NBA locker room, and I mean hashtag toxicity. toxicity. Hey, yes. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know what's wrong with him. Is there any any stats you got for his sneaky boy that, that backs up the fact that they've been bad defensively, bad offensively? Um, what are they doing right now? What are the? You said they were three and seven. Three and seven in their past ten. They're not letting in a
1: whole lot of. Their defense has been alright. Yeah, like they're below five hundred. Scoring 500. is the problem. They're, yes, yes, they're below. They're below a hundred in offensive points per game, um, but they're only just a hundred in scoring points per game, Yeah. which I mean, is I, surprising considering they've got one of the best offensive like yeah. guards combinations. Um,
2: I think. I think if you look at the three, those those, those three players, so you got Rondo, Butler. And Wade, I don't think they're necessarily high volume scorers. Yeah. Wade used to be in his prime, Butler, but he's not anymore. Yeah, Butler, true. I think Butler, is, this Butler lineup doesn't can. suit him. No, it doesn't. I'm, I'm a big Jimmy Butler fan, and I want him to do well, Jimmy G. But I don't necessarily think what they've done around him is working. No, not at all. And I think it's it's more systematic. It's more symptomatic, sorry, of um, what the Bulls organization,
0: the ownership are sort of doing there like when they picked up Wade yeah it's cool we got D-Wade yeah it's cool we got Rajon Rondo but it's like how is this going to actually work Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's going to work and I doubt they're going to make the playoffs look I want to put it out there but it's going to upset some Bulls fans but Nick let's move on to some other DPs of the week what else we got mate alright do you want me to do it
1: no no it's alright it's alright I got it um, do I have it Jack? yes
0: you do um,
1: the fan
2: tomato the fan tomato the, is- the king of pandering himself <laughs> Adrian Formato, mm. I don't have your number, so I'm not going to call you. <laughs> well, Magus is uh, with fan- us right now. Phantom,
1: the Phantomado has um, posted on our Facebook page. Guys, here's a question for you: Is James the greatest closer ever? He seems to take over games in the last quarter and
0: never misses. He is the greatest clover closer. Clover, clover. Uh, he's the greatest closer ever. Phantomado, no, he's not. Magus, he what, is what an am-
1: amazing closer. He's a very don't get me wrong, like. Adrian, you have, you are, I feel like, posting that um, Simpsons well-duh uh, again, <laughs> well because he, duh. Is, he is an amazing closer, and he is well-known for his clutch moments, obviously. Um, but the greatest closer ever?
0: No. Uh, no. Who, who else is, Megas? you got some names for us that you'd think are other great closers in the NBA right now, or used to be?
2: Um... Look, it, I think it depends. Yeah, you, you, you have to kind of look at the stats. I mean, I, I've seen some stats about Carmelo, and, yeah, um, which yep. is actually quite... It, it might be a bit surprising to some people yep. that... In this sort of period, in 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 the last quarter or in overtime for a, a go ahead basket, yeah, he's actually quite efficient. Yeah. He's done
1: that twice this season. He so has.
2: Um, I think he's un- that part of his game is very underrated. No, yeah, Mella just gets buckets. It, it, it's sort of like a Kobe, but like you know, you know it was
0: going to Kobe, and Kobe would take it against four players. Whereas Mella gets more efficient shot because now that he's got Zinkas beside him and D Rose, there's a bit more offensive threats. But there's players like you know Kevin Durant. I think Kevin, if I was to give the ball to anyone in the in the dying stages, my pick is KD. He can get to the rack. He can shoot from three. He's just the all-round best offensive weapon in the NBA. Not only that, but no one can guard him.
1: No. Like no one alive can guard. He's too tall.
0: Him. He's too quick. He's just got everything. And, I mean, there's other names we could chuck in. D-Wade, back in the day. We got Paul uh, you know, Paul Pierce, the truth. Yep. Hey, that's, he made a name for himself he, being a closer. Yeah,
1: he got us our... He virtually won us that series mm. against the Raptors.
0: Yeah, and he won that he won well. us at, like our series is yeah. against the Raptors for the Nets.
2: So like hashtag Pierce Nation. The Wizards got the very best out of Paul Pierce because he's been absolute All Paul
0: Pierce has yes. played on all of the teams he that we go it, for. Absolutely. That <laughs> is
2: And he wasn't that great as a net. He was alright. He was probably our best he player. He has as been a net. so like Yeah, but that doesn't say a lot. Useless as as a clipper. Which has been unfortunate. I, I, it's I, age. It, it's I, it, age. It is age, and it, it's a shame. I think also need, when you're looking about closer, you do also need to think about not just the last ten seconds. You need to think about the entire fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. But I think in LeBron, in LeBron, in sense, the whole quarter, yeah, he will he will absolutely torch you in that fourth quarter. He will take over the game. We yeah. saw that in the in the finals. He I mean, it's it's did. not
1: just. I mean, closer in the final quarter, yes. He um, just impacts the game. He he won them that those four games. Yeah, three blew a three-one yeah. lead. He won those stay three woke. games Hashtag in a row. Stay woke. Um, just by and if that's closing if that's clutch because he was under immense pressure throughout that whole game not oh, just yeah. like first quarter first first quarter fourth quarter yeah. pressure there is insane so he is a great closer I mean one of one of my favourite um, closing moments was Tracy McGrady's huh. 13 points in Reggie 30 seconds Miller, Reggie Reggie Miller was the key. Yep. Uh D. Rose winning like I think it was two seasons ago yep. he hit that hit oh, that yeah. three Ray yeah. Allen Ray Ray yeah. um, I shots. mean there's just, like, in terms of actual player closes, those those aren't...
0: Yeah, I mean, we can debate this. This is yeah. a really good DP of the Week, and I mean, Adrian, you've just given us LeBron James, but it's given us a better discussion about, like, you know, who are some other great closers. LeBron James probably is in the NBA right now, with, you know, your KD. I think those are the probably two right now, currently in the NBA. Nick, what else have we got for DP of the Week?
1: Alright, we'll move on to the Houston Rockets, and they're making a splash in the NBA with their form so far. So, Jack... They are currently eight and two in their last it's not bad. ten. Um, they did lose one game, so it was like recently. So it was a um, eight and one streak. Yeah. Um, so what makes this team so good? James Harden. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is there is, anything else we need as, to say? Is it as simple as that? I mean, the James Harden can, you know, is racking up all these assists. And he's, people, he's leading the MVP. People, people have to knock them down.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, he. I think, or is, it, I is it the
1: quality of assists that helps them knock it down? Well, because you yeah. still,
0: at the end of the day, you still need to make that bucket. No, I, I'm not. I'm not down that. They've got some great shooters, and I mean, Eric Gordon's balling as a six man right now. Ryan Anderson's killing it. Um, he's nailing some threes from everywhere. He's absolutely dominating. He's found a new lease there at Houston. But I, I can't remember which coach it was that said he's like he, he doesn't do scouting anymore unless it's James Harden, because he's just got, because he can draw contact so easily. He can just kill you offensively in so many ways I mean he's a bit like Bill Murray he don't do defense <laughs> but James Harden is going to torture you offensively and if he has a bad night then the Rockets have a bad night um, so I think you know if you put all of your work into to, to scouting him because he creates so much for, sort of like what Russell Westbrook does for the OKC but because he's got better support around him and probably a better coaching system a better system with Mike D'Antoni um, I rate James Harden like right now he is just if he can keep his Houston Rockets in that top four seed, then I think he's a definite chance for MVP. Would he not? Yeah, I yeah, agree.
1: definitely. I mean, the ESPN came out with those um, those rankings, putting James Today, Harden, yeah. yeah, putting James Harden on top, and I completely agree. Um, only because I mean, obviously, the those rankings are determined on how good the team is as well. Um, I don't like rating MVP like that. But um, how it's but been I done would for s- history. I <laughs> know, I know, but it pains me. Yeah. I know. Um, I would still have him above Westbrook, for example, yep. um, solely because he's still getting triple doubles, but his shooting numbers have been so much better than. Um, yeah, Russ's. he's been more. He's been more efficient. More efficient, and yeah. I, I love if, like anyone can score forty forty um, points if you take you know thirty shots exactly. Yeah, um, but having that efficiency to you know know when to shoot and take a good shot. Yeah, and make a hard shot. Harden think, hard shot. Um, yes, does
0: that mate. Oh, no, no, okay, sorry. Stop, Jack.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think obviously Harden is Harden's a bar- I mean, barometer of Nick, that team. Just,
0: to, I mean, you forgot a clear stat, mate. Give us the stat. Eric Gordon, what have, what has he done with James Harden? I don't know, Jack. What has he done?
2: Oh, my I can't God. read. Sorry, go on. <laughs> He's made more Harden and Gordon, just, Nick. Just, uh, just so Nick. I can take over your podcast. <laughs> <And> <laughs> made oh, right, so yeah, bad. More sorry. threes than the Splash Brothers. Of the week, there it is on your, on your magus. and that is quite surprising to me. Um, I, I that's the first I've, I've really heard of it. See, so I, I
1: that doesn't that doesn't come when that stat came out, which um has come out to me uh approximately five seconds ago. <laughs> you um, idiot, I have to look at my watch for that one as well. Um, <laughs> Eric Gordon, yeah, making more threes than the splash, it doesn't surprise me. Um, considering you know, uh, they recently broke the record yes. for most threes attempted with yep. 51 Hashtag start in of the game week.
0: Hashtag start of the week.
1: Uh, and most made as well. Yep. recent That was recent. Um, both those stats were this year. So they're transitioning the game into more threes. Um, Harden's feeding these three-point shooters and they're making them and it's beautiful to watch. Um, so it doesn't surprise me considering how his his...
0: That's a, oh, sign, Ste- Steph- that's a big sign, Nicholas. <laughs> that's a big
1: sign because because Steph's percentage of three point shooting is good. It's good this season um, because he has games where he shoots sixty percent, and he'll also have games where he shoots twelve. It's, it hasn't been consistent, and that's why I think. But this that doesn't surprise me. The
0: Splash Brothers, i.e., Clay and Steph, are still better shooters than James Harden and Gordon. Of course, they're not better shooters than Brooke Lopez from three. But (laughs) I. But we'll move on.
2: Uh, If you're talking
0: sheer percentage, then
1: probably because (laughs) I wonder if there's
2: a podcast that talks more about the Nets than this one. Maybe a Nets pod show. Maybe I don't, don't even think poker. a Nets pod show. Maybe. I don't I Maybe they would talk up the Nets as much as Jackson.
0: <laughs> well, I could have talked. Someone's gonna to talk about. To um, <laughs> we'll move on to our, our one of our final DPs of the week. We've got AI coming out. So there's been. I mean, this topic has been such a furor since you know the days of Popovich and mm. and the Heat, and even more recently with the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, resting their big three. So he came out and said, "I would never, ever, ever sit out a game if something wasn't broke. I knew you'd want to see me." So, ai has got that sort of Russell Westbrook, Kobe mentality. He, if he's alive, he's going to be out there. Um, Kyrie was quite disappointed that he was arrested by Tyron Lue. What are your boys' thoughts on the whole wrestling in the NBA? Is it unfair to fans? Is it, you know, if I go to pay and I want to go to see the Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be pissed off if I don't get to see LeBron James and Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. What are your thoughts? You deal with it. You, I
1: agree. You deal with it. It is not about the fan this is about the we team. are about
0: the fans of JBT though we are but you Nick are. sorry well, um I I, it's
1: it's completely in the um what's, what's the, the right point? of the Yeah, of it's, the it's, it's, in, the, it's yeah. in the right of the team to rest their players and do whatever action they deem necessary to yeah. um, whatever they to think win will games. win them games and yeah, win yeah. them championships because that's the end game isn't it every team in the NBA is out there to win a ring yeah. to win rings um so if that means that they have to rest LeBron on a road trip, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, as a fan, you'd be upset, but there's no, it's, there's no use freaking crying over spilt milk, there isn't.
2: I, uh, I, I personally get really annoyed when these um old players make these comments about the current day because mm. they don't play in this modern game and yeah, it's yeah. different and it's yeah. b- very much so a business nowadays yeah. as well. Um, and you have to think about the player's health and. This, a game in Memphis, an away game, when they've already got a great record against a team like Memphis, who aren't playing that well. Yeah, it's yeah. not important. Yeah, yeah. Um, they want to be winning a championship when it comes to the finals. They don't care about this game. Yeah, I personally think they just they just kind of need to move on with it. We know yeah.
1: more as well. We know more about physical health, well-being, medical science has produced many.
0: Nick, give us some Great medical things. science quotes. Go. Bang, bang. What have we got from some recent studies? Give come us on, some. Nick. Come on, Nick. Um, do you man have Nick has Nothing? Has Yo, up, Nick Nothing. Magnus is Sorry, you I out. I don't
1: know my medical I'll give you quotes. something.
0: No. I'll give you something. You run a podcast. Yeah, LeBron James quotes. is a very healthy, fit human being. He there. is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, uh, it's, is it's, it's
1: exactly this reason why, you know, they rest him. They, play, they don't play him 82 games. They play him 70 games. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even a Which bit more. Which is still crazy. Which is still a lot of games a year. <laughs> no, like no. that is still a phenomenal amount. Um, but it's it's you know uh, other than the fact that he takes care of his body like amazingly. Yeah. Um, it is this reason why he still got another f- five years. He, in wants this with,
0: he wants to play with his kids. hopefully. Yes, exactly. Like
1: <laughs> this, this. It's the reason you know. Like, I think it was Larry Bird only had an 11, 11 year career. Yeah. Like a lot of these greats had eleven year careers because. They overworked their bodies. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't take care of
2: themselves. I'd rather see LeBron in ten years than see him play in Memphis. Yep. Exactly. Yeah,
1: that's that's exactly right. Uh, and uh, it's easier for us to say because we don't go to the games. Yeah, um, I do. We watch them on TV. I do. Um, shut up, Jack. <laughs> um, but but well, it's it's easier it's easier for us to say because we don't actually go there. Yeah, so. I know.
0: We're not we're not the season ticket holders or whatever. Mm, but yeah, I mean, speaking of the Sixers and speaking of players that need to be played, I guess. Um, which big man have we got? Nerlens Noel, we have got Joel Embiid, we got Jahlil Okafor. You need to pick one that needs to be traded, boys. Let's make this a quick one. Who's got to be
2: traded, and which one will be traded? Nick, who you got? Magus, who you got? It, it's it's a really difficult one because it's definitely not going to be Embiid because he's clearly the best out of the three. Yes, of them, in my opinion, he's Nick's boy. Um, and I don't think you can play any a combination of these these three play two of them together. I no. don't think it works. No, it doesn't. They need they probably need to trade. If I were them, I would trade Nerlens and. Okafor. Both! is
0: oh. yeah, making the big calls. That's why we've got him on board, ladies that's and gentlemen. It. I make the big
2: calls. Unlike Nick Nothing. Unlike him. Um, <laughs> I think both of them would actually be better on, on, on other teams as well. Yep. And I think Sixers could get something really good for the two of them. Yeah, but that's in, one. In, 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 in separate trades. As a package trades. deal. Or a um, if I had yeah. to get rid of one of them, I'd probably go with Noel. Yep. Nick, who you got? Same.
0: I'm going to go I, just for diversity to Hill, Okafor because right now he's got more currency. Like Nolan's Joel well played like eight minutes the other night, and he called out his coach, and they're trying to smooth that over so like they can actually increase his trade value. Mm. But he doesn't really have any value right now. Oakford I mean, doesn't,
1: doesn't punch people out front. Of, sorry, um, Nolan's doesn't punch people in front of nightclubs.
0: Yeah, but Demarcus Cousins does that, and he's one of the best centers <laughs> in the NBA, based <laughs> um, for the Kings though, and they're
2: a special organization. Well, yeah, exactly,
0: right. um, but yeah, I mean, Joel and B, we're all in agreement that yeah. Joel and B needs to stay here. Um, but
2: I mean, know, when
1: you've got that that much that that you know um, that much talent in the center position. Uh you can you can deal with, you know, getting away with some and you can get some quality draft picks or even a like a, a, marquee, a second marquee player. No,
0: you wouldn't get that much for those two. But I mean
2: it's not speak- as
1: well,
0: but you can get like a, a nice
1: experienced individual to
2: yeah, deal with sixes. this yeah, yeah. young team. Yeah, get that team a good point guard. Yeah, get yes. Them,
0: get them a point
2: guard. Yes. I mean
0: yeah. Um speaking of the uh, talented centers boys. Uh, Rudy Gobert came out uh, after they went against the Grizzlies saying that he is the best center in the league. I put to you another question. Who is the best center in the league? Magus, you cannot say DeAndre DJ. Jordan. Oh, right. I <laughs> was Wait, just no? about to say you can't say DeAndre Jordan and you just... Nick, who is the I best center? Se- I, I said DJ, not who, DeAndre Jordan. Who is the, Nick, who is the best center mm-hmm. in the NBA? Murchin Lopez. This is pandemonium. Um, it's so subjective.
2: Like, it depends yeah. on what you want out of your center. Do you want him to just block shots Nick, and get rebounds? Magus,
0: you were making the big calls before, mate. I want you to make a big call now. Who DJ, is the best? DJ,
2: no. <laughs> I, I, it, 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 it's really subjective. I, he would I'm, be up there. Okay, the, up, there's
0: Gobert, there's Drummond, there's Hassan Whiteside, there's DeMarcus Cousins. Those are probably your big ones. DJ, um, I'm going to go... I'd probably say Cousins. I'm going to go with, just for pure sake of the fact that he does it on both ends and he provides so much value to his team. And, he's, and I'm going to go with Gobert, like right now. He, like Boogie, yes, is absolutely killing it and somehow gets fifty-five points after being ejected and unejected. Um, I don't, I don't know many players that can do that. But Rudy Gobert has been so consistent this year, and he's, uh, I think you know, fifteen and fifteen games are very underrated from a center, but he does so much defensively for them. He's definitely up there in defensive.
1: He is of the year. definitely, definitely the best defensive center in the league. Yes, definitely. Who's I'm your not best arguing in the that?
0: League? But Cousins.
1: Come on, you said it yourself, and you were talking about consistency with Gobert. This guy consistently puts up thirty point games. Nick, I am just saying, I don't,
2: I don't, I don't think you get another center in the league scoring fifty points.
1: And like no, Magus was saying, it depends what you want out of your yeah, center. I agree. I mean, if I was, if I had a, a a good offensive team, I would want Gobert. If I had nothing, like the Kings. I cousins. would want Cousins. Yeah. I
0: think it think, will... It's like Ant-
1: Anthony Davis as well. But, do you want your marquee player to be your centre? If you've already got a franchise player, and you're building something around it, then I I'd, I'd definitely want Gobert.
0: Yeah. Yeah, look, we can talk about it for a while, but I like defence. Hashtags. Yes, you do value defence. Stop saying DJ. Have a hashtag opposite of Bill Murray. Uh, but le- boys... It's almost Christmas Day time, and we know what that means. Well, it's Boxing Day for us, because we're in Australia. Um, But we've got a lovely set of games here on Christmas Day. I mean, we know the obvious one. What's the best game that's going to be played on Christmas Day?
2: Clippers and Lakers.
0: No! (laughs) Golden (laughs) State-Cleveland. Probably that one. Maybe. Uh Yeah, no, it's.
2: Oh, I don't no. know the two, the LA derby, the LA derby, yeah. derby, derby. Uh, yeah, derby. no, you're right. It, it, it's it, it's it's going to be the Warriors and the Cavs. How I good mean. is it going to be? The other games will probably. The, some of them should be okay. The Knicks at, at um Boston. At the Knicks will be a good one. Huh? It should, yeah, that should be a good game. But it it, it, it it they all fail in comparison to the mega match that we've all oh, been yeah. waiting for since. I can't wait. Three one. I hope like LeBron. Stay work. Hashtag. Stay work. Yep,
0: Magus is getting on board with the stay woke. Hashtag, hashtag. I'm, I'm
1: actually intrigued at the um, OKC Minnesota game as well. Yeah, I actually, really yeah. want Minnesota to do something.
0: They needed. They need to step up on the national occasion. They haven't really done it yet. Mm. Like, and I mean,
1: and the, these are games consecutive. You know, they're consecutive games. So you can watch. You can just watch. You know, twelve hours of basketball if you want. Yeah, I know. And, and I know, which, will, prob- which will? I probably which will, will be doing. Yeah. Um. So you know, there there were going to be a lot of people watching. That specific game. It's not like you can turn tune to something else. Yeah. Um. So if they can get it done against Westbrook's OKC, who've been balling, um, it'll be a huge thing for their confidence, which yep. they really need. Yeah. Uh, and just a great thing for their organization. Um, but that was our DP of the week. We'll move on to game of the week.
0: Magus, you want to take over? What
1: was your game of the week, Magus? <laughs> Come on,
2: Magus What have we got? Uh, I think we we need we do need to mention how well the clippers played against the spurs Go on
0: we literally like we have we have the fan tomato who is already an LA bandwagoner oh we're, we're, you're never coming back on this podcast. No.
2: Right? I promise I'll talk about the Clippers less next
0: time. Okay.
1: You'll be a, you'll be, a, be our LA Clippers yes. correspondent. Yes. We you're don't only, need an LA Clippers correspondent. I think you do. We don't, you do. though. You don't talk about them All right, Game, of, do the week, ga- game do of the, the week, Magus. I'm going to do
0: the game of the week because Magus is just in disarray right now. Uh, but the game of the week this week, and because Nick didn't do anything this week because he was working so much, <laughs> was the Miami Heat taking on the Atlantic Magic. They went into OT, and both teams scored over 130 or more. And it was just like a cracking offensive game, as uh, us Aussies would say. There was just so and Hassan White side balled, Vucevic balled. It's good to see some two centers going at it. And um, you know that was my game of the week. There was a few OT games that um, day. Yeah, that well. day had a
1: few OT yeah, there games. Were like three but, yeah. OT games. But they had uh, they had eighteen points in that because it went to double OT. Uh, this game, the first OT was nine points apiece, which was an, and then the second OT was eighteen eighteen points for the nice. uh, for the Magic. So, uh, good stuff there from Orlando. Speaking
0: of magic, that was some Magga's magic there from the DP of the week, I reckon. Yes, good stuff there, magus. Give him a clap. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you
2: clap it at home. I'm giving myself a clap. He might
0: even stick around. We'll see. uh, 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 Because after the break, we've got Nick's and J-Pod's picks.
1: You're listening to JBT Podcast. Be sure to head on Facebook and give us a
0: like. Welcome back to JBT Pod, the tastiest pod that you will find on the Pod Center. Do you get it? Because we'll just don't worry about it. For those that are new to the podcast, uh, we are just about to start my picks, JPod's picks, because Nick hasn't done a picking about. It's been tw- a, it's been a busy week. Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, for those who need a podcast, this is where we pick a fantasy basketball team for the week just gone, and we throw in some honourable mentions because, as Nick likes to say, the week is long, and a lot of games were had, and it's hard to pick just one player per position.
1: I'm 100% sure I do not sound like
0: that. You sound exactly like that. <laughs> Hashtag Nick has a weird European Dutch voice. I do. Go down to our honourable mentions, Nicky boy. What have we got this week?
1: Uh, yeah, honourable mentions for this week. We'll start off with in Minnesota uh with minnesota Minnesota. um with Carl Anthony Towns in their loss to the Rockets Forty, picking up 41 points, 15 rebounds, five assists and a block swat just the one block Poor form, uh cat No, it's a b- beautiful start line there from uh Carl we're on first na- we're on a first name basis <laughs> Um Kevin Durant as well. Do you call him Kevin? I do. <laughs> um shooting thirty-four points from just eleven from thirteen field from a field goal percentage. It's amazing. Um getting a nice double double with eleven rebounds as well in their win over the Blazers. All of that in just thirty minutes as well. Pretty stiff not to get the uh power forward I mean small forward um, but I
0: digress Nick uh, stop saying oh, he's unlucky if you think he deserves it well then maybe you should do Nick's picks it's your meant to be your segment you bum Bradley
1: Beal uh, <laughs> in the in the Wizards uh, with their impressive win over the Clippers beautiful win it was a beautiful win uh, with 41, for 41 points 3 rebounds 3 assists and a steal including 6 from 10 from range beautiful stuff there Bradley uh, Joel Embiid, with a mere, in a mere. Mira- you call him Joel Embiid. It is Joel Embiid. That's pretty sick. It's not Joel. Say, I'm, who, I'm, who would say Joel? No, Joel. That's no, Joel. Joel. Yeah, I've always, always, I've always said Joel. Can you call me Joel? No, Miguel? I can call you Jacques, because hey, that is your name. Yeah. Uh, Joel Embiid, with, in a mere 27 minutes, Joel. had, f- please stop, had uh, 33 <laughs> points, 10 rebounds, and assist, two steals, three blocks, filling up that stat sheet there, helping yeah. the Sixers. Over the Nets in a narrow win. King of the Rooks. Hashtag King of the Rooks, that's right. Uh, Westbrook in there, loss to the Hawks, a, a mere 46 but, but points.
0: I feel like every game that Westbrook plays, I literally just have to put it in here. Like, it's just oh, like, okay, okay, so you're playing today. Russell Westbrook's going to be on next picks again.
1: Yep, 46 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. 3 assists shy of that triple-double, but... Doesn't matter. It's still pretty he bloody good. Scored forty six goddamn <laughs> points. Uh, Nikola Jokic, uh, with his second Knicks picks appearance, well done, Nikola. first J pod picks appearance um, in the past two weeks, which is good. Um, and he was one assist shy of that triple double: twenty seven points, fifteen rebounds, nine assists uh, in the Nuggets win over the Mavs. We'll continue here with white side, yellow side, Hassan White. Hassan <laughs> Whiteside with 32 points and 15 rebounds in their OT loss to the Magic, which was a cracking game, as we mentioned before. Cracking. Uh, the Greek freak, Alphabet Alphabet City, Alphabet Man, whatever you want to call him, had a, a Giannis Antetokounmpo, for those who don't know his nicknames. Nick um, says it very well. Say it again. Antetokounmpo.
0: Ooh, it kind of gets me a bit.
1: Antetokounmpo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you getting flustered. Yeah. I, can, I can see it. Oh, you can see me. Yeah. Um, with and a career-high 39 points. Kutumpo. You say it terribly. Uh, well, imagine...
0: It. You, should, you should be like... Your, your sex name in like a, a phone... Sex phone line. My name is Nick. Antetumbo. You can't say it. What? An, um, Antekutumpo. Uh,
1: Antekutumpo? No. Antetumbo. Um, um Oh, is there a tenta? Um, yeah. Antekutumpo.
0: Antekutumpo. No, <laughs> you...
1: <laughs> stop. I'm going to continue. Before you embarrass yourself even more. Uh, with a career-high 39 points against the whiz For Giannis Antetumbo. Um, And finally... Uh, for the honourable mentions, LeBron James in their OT win over the Bucks had thirty-four points, 12, 12 rebounds, seven assists, and a steal, including a clutch three-pointer. Stalios uh, giving us that, giving us some love on the Facebook page. LBJ hashtag Clutch as soon as it happens. So thank you for your involvement there, Stalios. Much appreciated. But J Pod, you want to take all of the all of the picks because I took all of the honourable mentions and this was your. This was your doing, well so do, you, you'll get the you'll get the ha- uh, the the lash back, backlash. backlash. <laughs> <laughs> the, the oh, lash I, back. I'm
0: really scared of the lash back, Nicholas. <gasps> the lash back. Okay, point guard this week. Take a guess. Give me a drum roll, Nick.
1: The, 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 there's a drum roll behind me. Just, but I'm too tired. All
0: right, uh, the beast Brook in the winner of the Suns had a jaw-dropping triple-double, where he had 26 points, 11 rebounds, and 22 assists. 2-2. Two, two. That's 22. A career high in assist for him. He had also happened to be his 50th career triple-double, and then a few days later, he had a 45-point triple-double in the Celtics. So, I'm just chucking both in there, because, you know, it's Russell yeah, both Westbrook worthy. Doing Russ doing Russ things. Um, amazing. Uh, scroll down for me, Nicholas. The shooting guard, uh, and obviously, we had uh, Magus hitting us up, that assisted, like... Just explain that he's uh, Westbrook with the assist of the season. Explain for those people who didn't see it, Nick. What- there
1: was a name. I can't remember what the actual name of the move was.
0: The, the, the dribble, where well, dribbled through the players.
1: He's, he's dribbled through the players with his right his right hand on his, on his left side. Yeah. Kind of feigned that he lost the ball. Yeah. Like, it looked like he was going to lose it. Yeah. And then scoops it back with his right hand and dribbles it back and then passes Twice. it to... Adams. Oh, yeah! It was the most satisfying Nick, that, thing to that watch.
0: Sigh. I think it left your pants a little wet, mate. Oh, well,
1: I must say that uh, the dribble switch, because he, when he was switching hands and he almost lost the ball, and then and he regained it, made me moist, Jack.
0: I think you and are l- moist. I mean, was, you're normally a sweaty person, but I think you're moist in other ways. It was ways.
1: a uh, beautiful, beautiful play. If you have not seen it, check it out. It's definitely, definitely. Assist of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It was magnificent. Uh, Jack, continue before I cream myself.
0: We had Zach Levine today in their win over the Sacramento Kings. Had his career high forty points. Uh, Big ups for Zach Levine because he absolutely dominated this game and they unfortunately lost. But Zach, uh, he's doing some good things this year for the. For Nick, why are you nodding at me?
1: you had something different written here but yeah. that's not important we'll keep going with your with your Zach Levine stats
0: Zach, Zach Levine he's had a massive season this year I think he's he's gone above the status of just being the dunker yeah definitely, the definitely. Uh, but uh, another new uh, mention for Nick's picks J Pod's picks uh, Nicholas Batum had a nice triple double today to lead the Hornets over the Bulls in their win um, we haven't really mentioned Nicholas Batum well we've mentioned no, Nicholas not really. he's got the same initials as you NB NB Hashtag he's the real NB And you're the real NJ? Yes Alright cool I'll I'll cop that (laughs) Um, Of course uh, A a person who I think has been on this More than Russell Westbrook almost uh, AD The Brow had a big 2020 game To lead the Pellys over the Heat today Uh, And of course We cannot forget our centre of the week Probably one of the best performances of the season so far Especially from a centre at least Boogie! I had a monster night. Despite being ejected, and then unejected, uh, Boogie had 55 points, 13 rebounds, an assist, a steal, and three bloods. It was just Boogie doing Boogie things, and I'm just going to Boogie a little bit myself because I'm inspired.
1: Boogie. What player in the NBA can get ejected? Yep. Then re unejected, unejected. Yep. And yep. then score 55 points. I don't know. There is there's not many cousins. <laughs> Exhibit <eight>. A <laughs> Exhibit um, A Yeah I mean it's, He's a beautiful Beautiful centre uh, With some Behavioural Behavioural oh. problems I love be- be- oh, the way he plays He's a beautiful Offensive player
0: He's got nice tattoos Yes
1: uh, Anyway um, Wrapping up uh, J-Pod's picks We've got At the point guard Russell Westbrook Surprise surprise uh, Shooting guard We've got Zach Levine 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 Sorry
0: I don't, You don't know how to say Levine I don't know Well you can easily say it But I don't know how to Levine. say Giannis. I'm just going to call him Alphabet man Just call him Giannis.
1: Yanni, Yanni, yeah. Anyway, uh, shooting guard, we got Zach Levine. Levine? No, it was <laughs> Levine. Levine. <man>. Levine. <laughs> I just said it two seconds ago. Uh, small forward, we've got Nicholas Batum, power forward, Anthony Davis, and Senna, Demarcus Cousins. Well done. So, good stuff there, Jack. Some solid quality picks there. Um, so, we'll move on to stat of the week. Um, stat of the week, yes. Um and some big numbers here from the uh, Rockets, which inspired this start of the week. came pretty early in the week. Um, the Rockets drain an NBA record 24 three pointers. Wowza. Um, in their blow- blowout of the Pelicans.
0: Nick, give us the math of that. What's 24 times 3? Uh, 72. Yeah! 72! 72! It took you about 14 seconds, and you know now 8th grade math. I'm doing an engineering degree, people. (laughs) And this is why he doesn't have a job or an internship.
1: I use a calculator. (laughs) Um, Simple maths is not my forte, but I can do calculus. So, can you do calculus? uh, Do you know what calculus is? It sounds like Calculator.
0: Is oh. it like a calculator? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not a calculus podcast, Nick. We're about the dimes. We're about the threes, mate. Why was it such a big thing?
1: It show I, I think it shows the progressiveness of the game, if progressiveness is a word.
0: It is a word. Uh,
1: the progression that actually is the word. Progressiveness
0: the is pro- a word, but I'll give you progression. The as well.
1: progression of the game. You are a
0: tired man right now.
1: Showing uh, how important three pointers are in today's. In today's game, and Rockets, we, we mentioned the stat before that uh, Eric Gordon and James Harden have taken more threes than the Splash Brothers, and their gameplay game shows it. Yeah. Uh, and they're a very impressive team at the moment, shooting amazing, so um, good for them.
0: Thank Jacques Manuel, Jacques Manuel the J-Man, for that start of the week. Yes, thank you. I don't you. think Nick has done anything on this podcast, lately, and he's so tired right now. I just, have
1: like, provided the JR NRT. Zone. Oh, Don't know.
0: I came up with this while we were eating dinner. You bum.
1: All right, we'll we'll, we'll swing over to uh, Jack's random off topic for the week. So, what have you got for us, mate?
0: We are in, in light of Christmas. Um, I love Christmas. Nick, do you like Christmas? I love Christmas. <laughs> like I was watching like TV episodes. We gotta watch BoJack after this, maybe the Christmas episode, or we should somehow watch it. Mm. Like um, Christmas is the, the best time of year. Um, I love Xmas, Christmas presents, Christmas trees. And of course, what's the best part of Christmas, Nicholas?
1: The Christmas crackers. Oh, what's in the Christmas crackers? The best jokes in the world.
0: And for those that listened to the podcast last week, we're going to be shooting some straight fire with these jokes. Nick, number one, what do you got for us? Well, this
1: is coming straight from our Christmas dinner that we had a few hours ago. Um, Everyone around the table has contributed their Christmas jokes. We are currently wearing those little paper hats. No, we're not. We are. Um, <laughs> we were. Yeah, we were. Um, wearing those paper hats in celebration of Christmas. Um, but, Jack, uh, I'll, I'll kick us off here.
0: You go first. All right. <laughs>
1: you, you got to set me up for this one, all right? All right, let's so go. Just, all right, all right.
0: Let's go.
1: So, where does snowmen <laughs> go to dance?
0: Where does snowman go to dance, Nick? Nothing.
1: The snowball.
0: The, because it's a ball, and it's snow, and that ball is where you can dance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. mindset, <Yeah>. it, mine's <laughs> <it>, mind <laughs> These are really bad, but they're also <laughs> really, really good. Nick, what do you get when you cross a snowman with a vampire?
1: I don't know, Jack. What do you get when you cross a snowman with a vampire?
0: Frostbite. That's actually good. I like that one. (laughs) That's a bit clever. And the fact that it has an exclamation mark at the end as well. Oh, it makes sense. So you don't just say Frostbite. You say Frostbite. You've got to scream it. Yeah. Because it's an exit. Frostbite! That was probably a bit too loud. Frostbite! Frostbite!
1: Anyway. Fresh
0: parts! Yep. You go next.
1: Um, Alright. What do you get if you...
0: Oh, I get it. <laughs> You've seen your jokes. We read them at dinner.
1: Yeah, but I misread the question. Um, what do you get if you eat Christmas decorations? I
0: don't know, Nick. What do you get if you eat Christmas decorations? Tinselitis. It's ah! very relevant because you're going to have your tonsils taken out. Yes. Not my tinsels, though. I'm not Give getting... us a look. Open your mouth. Yeah, there's a bit too much tinsel in there. Yeah, right? yep. yep, tinselitis. All right, Nick. What do Santa's little helpers learn at school?
1: I don't know. What do Santa's little helpers learn at learn at school? The
0: alphabet. because uh, it's elf. Yeah, it's, it's elf, but not alf. El. Elf. Yes. Alf.
1: The the Greek Greek freak alphabet. I'm sure there's a joke in there. I'm just too tired to think of it. <laughs> God. Uh, All right. What do you got next? Uh, we don't have many left, so the ordeal's almost over.
0: <laughs> Stick with us, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a social media segment after this.
1: What do you call a train loaded with toffee?
0: What do you call a train loaded with toffee? I don't course? know what this has to do with Christmas. <laughs> uh, because trains are really like a thing in Christmas for some reason. I-, I actually had this question as well. Like, you know how you see the trains around the Christmas tree? What is the relevance of them? Is it because Santa's like north Pol- the Polar Express and stuff? Is that what it is? Maybe yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, like if Do anyone can explain catch... to us the mythology of trains with Christmas, we'd be very appreciative. Uh, but Nick, I, I would have thought
1: that trains would be a very impractical way of travel in <laughs> snowstorms. Well, like you know, the trucks get frozen. You, you...
0: But then, why se- would it severe like, safety hazards? Why would like just having a strapping a heap of reindeers to a, a small sleigh and fitting billions of presents? Like I feel like that's quite impractical as well for Mister Claus. But it's it's magic.
1: See, like, he's ma- he's a magical man.
0: Don't. Uh, wait. How?
1: I thought it was real. Yeah, he's a magical man. Magic's real. Anyway, we're getting way off topic. <laughs> we're getting off topic now. Oh, off, off topic! topic. <laughs> anyway, what Repeat. do you call a train loaded with toffee? What? A choo-choo train. Because
0: you chew and
1: chew. Uh, to- you chew <laughs> toffee. <yeah. laughs> yep. Um, you, sorry. Ch- you chew toffee.
0: You chew it. Yep, you do. What? I don't get what this has to do with Christmas. What bee can never be understood?
1: All bees? We can't understand bees.
0: Uh, maybe in that movie with Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> you know the bee movie? Oh, goddamn! Is that, Is that a good movie? Bee. No. Okay. Um, a mumble bee. Because they mumble. And because it's like bumblebee? Did you actually did you get that or did you actually not get it? No, I get it. Okay, good. It's, but bumble my, bit. it's a bumblebee. Okay, How good. How could I, you not get that? I was just asking you because you look very tired and despondent. I get it. Um, oh, God, that's the same joke. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was our off-topic of the week. Probably, um, I don't know, let us know if you thought pants or Christmas jokes were better. Um, Definitely pants uh, Maybe we'll have to do some of the clothing related off topics We'll be right back Are you a shorts man or a shirts man? Stop saying clothes We'll be right back with social media
1: You're listening to JBT Podcast Be sure to give us a rating on iTunes Welcome back to JBT Podcast Kick off here with our social media section You guys know where you can hit us up Hashtag JBT Pod At JBT Podcast on Twitter We're also on Instagram at JBT Pod uh, you can hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast or on the email at podcast at gmail.com. So, Jack, you want to take away this section?
0: Yeah, mate. Uh, also, lot of, not a lot of reviews and ratings this week, Nicholas. bit disappointed. As a Christmas present to us, please give us a rating and review. Tell your friends and family. You know, if you're at a Christmas dinner, you know, you go, uh, what, do, what do I want for Christmas? I want to give Jack and Nick... A rating and review on iTunes. That'll be the best Christmas It'll present. It'll
1: cost you absolutely nothing as well. Yeah. And do it for yourself. Christmas present to yourself, because you'll feel rewarded afterwards.
0: And we will love you.
1: And you get a shout-out on the show. So. Absolutely.
0: And so, yeah, it's it's it, it's a win-win. Um, but I digress. Let's start off. We had Andrew Busing, no longer Fleeting 54. I think he has revealed his true identity. Beastbook, 50-point, triple-double, not one of the best moments of the season. Um, what do you think?
1: Well, we were basing it off an image that we saw on one of the many basketball fan websites yeah. out there. Um, it was not amazing. It was, amazing, anyway it was with a, a seven straight. Yeah, it was an amazing, amazing triple double. But something like a seven. I mean, what we were what we were discussing in that point were historical moments of the season. A yeah. fifty point triple double is impressive, but it's not historical. Yeah, uh, seven straight triple doubles is historical. Yeah. Uh, and an amazing achievement. Uh so yes it was it was very, very good, but not in the same vein as what the other things that we were yeah, comparing Clay in that section.
0: Kevin and it yep. didn't even spell plagiarism right when he called us out. Like
1: that, that was edited and you can see the edit the edits on yes. Facebook. So uh,
0: uh, Andrew Busing, maybe you should have paid a bit more attention and lit with straits bro. Uh LBJ with an uh, and hit us up again. LBJ with an honorable mention and a starting spot in hashtag Nick's picks. Hashtag too good and he is the king. Enough said.
1: Westbrook has been doing exactly the same thing as well. I mean he won it this he won it this time with yeah. uh honourable mention as well. Yep. So it is not safe in the NBA. I feel
0: like we've got to just like make sh- uh, a, a separate sort of thing, like a Nick's picks without LeBron James and Anthony Davis yeah, just and to- Demark.
1: Just to even up the competition. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, we had Kieran hitting us up on the Facebook page as well. Probably the hardest DBS of the season, the one we were talking about last week with KG, Kobe, and Tim Duncan. When you've got two power forwards to pick, though, you obviously pick the best one, which means that Nick, there is no way you can possibly drop Duncan when he is the best power forward of all time. As for Garnet versus Kobe, it depends on whether you want defense versus volume scoring. If you're talking... Uh, Pure quality of player, then it probably has to be Kobe. uh, Arguing the second best shooting guard of all time. I think he is the second best shooting guard of all time. Uh, Which is saying something when the best is the all-round goat. Nick, thoughts? He calls you out here. But
1: he's boring. (laughs) The DBS is a fun section for me. Um, I love it because I can do whatever the fruit I want.
0: And you are always wrong in it.
1: Um, I'm not you know, dissing Duncan for what he's done, but in in I'm starting Kobe. I'm I'm gonna go through this again. No, starting well, Kobe. If you, you haven't no Nick, stop
0: right there. Okay, if you don't know, just listen to the last podcast. Okay, we've already done it. Uh, Stelios hitting us up with a video on Facebook. I think that's the first time we've actually got a video. Yeah. Uh, the Phantom Phantomato. That should be. Yeah, he's edited. he's misspelled that. Yeah, he's he's forgot the a the t. You know, showing us the range. Hashtag the third Splash Brother. Hashtag. I don't how many even... hashtag? How many attempts did he uh, did he take of that? I reckon that would have taken at least seven. What do you think? Yeah, I reckon seven. Stelios, seven's uh, a fair can number. you comment on that video for us and tell us how many it took? I reckon seven.
1: And if it was one, then I call
0: fluke. Yeah, I, I like his his um his action wasn't bad. It's better than like you know a Rod and Omar. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's not much to
1: compare. Know, it to. it's like
0: comparing it to you know him Noah, like comparing it to a caterpillar. Caterpillars don't have good shooting. They don't. No. They don't. But, Tigers do. Um, The fam, (laughs) fam, the fam tomato chopsticks. If Jack Manuel... (laughs) This guy, I feel like I need to make a separate award for Heiser because he deserves the social media superstar every week. He's a wonderful man. Uh, Hashtag, Merry Christmas to Heiser in Vietnam as well. Uh, If Jack Manuel gets all the pussy, does that mean I get all the cock? Uh, hashtag Vietnam I've had to have no cutsy Hashtag they're all in He's posted a photo Of him um, walking the streets of Vietnam With some uh, roosters And cocks As uh, they, are commonly-
1: they are Often referred to as yeah. And I would say that yes Fan ban, you do get all the chickens <laughs> A.K.A. roosters A.K.A. whatever you want to call them Cocks yes. um, Yeah Good, good for you, fan-bam. Um, Stalios hitting us up on the Facebook page. I'm calling it Kyrie Irving as best handler and finishing and finisher near the ring since AI. Nick. And I didn't <laughs> like this because I don't like Kyrie. Well, I, okay. I, um, I
0: responded to this in saying his skills are amazing, but there are certainly some people who could rival him for handles Harden, Crawford, CB3. Definitely. What do you think? What would your I response? think
1: he's one of the... I've. I, I think he's one of the best handles in the league. Yeah. His hand uh, is insane. Definitely. I would say that he possibly might be better than those.
0: Uh, I'd say Steph's probably the best right now. I forgot to mention Steph. Yeah, I think Steph. Steph's probably the
1: best. I think, I think Kyrie's better than Harden, Crawford, and CP3. No. Uh,
0: um, not Crawford. You don't reckon? Okay. Crawford's a Yeah, been doing it's, it
1: for it's years. insane. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, but then Stalios replying true. So many players uh, to choose from. I uh, just love Kyrie though all over the court um, but I, rep- I replied I'm like please he's improved massively in finishing this year yeah. but please don't compare him to AI
0: and you read an article Nicholas that I tagged you in and what was it saying about Kyrie Irving and his his ability this year and like his has he gone next level this year it's
1: it's something that we can uh, we can touch on um, in our next discussion point because yeah. it's very deep but essentially we're saying that Kyrie's plateaued and his stats prove that I think he has gotten better yep. this season, um, but not to superstar level. I mean, those first two seasons he was amazing, but just not. It's not the same. Uh, He's not at that superstar level to can be to be even com- close to comparing him to AI. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I get a bit touchy about about that. More the fact that I just
0: it's comparison to AI. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Ali's been uh, sharing a video. Merry Christmas, Ali. Yes. Love you, babe. I've uh, been sharing a video on our page. And if you hadn't, re- if you haven't seen That's the so Warriors' mother, she is amazing. Uh, dancing at one of the games, please do because it is an amazing video. And she was invited to take a uh, bit of a dance routine with the cheer- cheerleaders, and she
0: dominated. And she this, did. this one went viral. There's been like eight million views on it so far. She's, <laughs> and I think Ali's read Ali's like tag to the title to the video. She's more reliable than the team for whom she cheers.
1: I love you babe (laughs)
0: Literally like This is why I date you And for many other reasons But you're the
1: best She's Yeah This video is Is just Straight fire
0: Who's got better Who's got better Dancing Is the warrior's mum Or me Nick
1: The warrior's mum Mate You can't dance You're a You're a lanky white man With no rhythm
0: I'm dancing right now Ladies and gentlemen And Nick (laughs) is not impressed
1: Oh And with that Comes the end of our Social media And the social media
0: superstar For Christmas edition Nick, give me one of your best drum rolls. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Stelios. Congratulations, Stelios. You have won Social Media Superstar for this week. Merry Christmas, Stelios. Merry Christmas to all our JBT listeners, for that matter. And Nick, it's your favorite time of the week. It is. uh, We're getting into our DBS
1: time. For those of you who are new to the show, DBS stands for Drop, Bench, and Start. Essentially, we give you three NBA players, and we decide whether who will drop, who will bench, and who we will start. So this week we've gone with an Aussie theme, uh, Australia. being Australians and ourselves, and because Jack I, back. is recently back into the country. Yep. Um, so we've got Andrew at Patty Mills, and Matthew Delavidova. Um This one I think might be
0: pretty simple. I think perhaps. Am I wrong? Uh, well, there's one thing that we both agree on, um, but the other two are debatable because they're probably two of the best Aussie players to ever play the game at the moment. At the moment, Although I'm trying, Andrew Gaze would be the only other one yes. who would yeah, yeah. rival him. Uh, but even if we're talking on pure talent, this is the best big man and the best shooter that we've ever had. Yeah. Um, so I'll go through mine, uh, and just to save time, uh, Nick, Nick, and I have both dropped Delhi. Uh, but I have benched Paddy Mills, and I have started Andrew Bogut. Um Nick, what did you do?
1: The opposite. But I, I did drop Dally. Yeah, I um, that's exactly what I said. It's not a knock on Dally. I love Dally. I love, Dally. And he, um, and, love uh, his antics. and I love him as a player. And if I was doing a similar DBS that I was doing last week with, you know, picking KG for his character, I'd probably have Dally in there because he's just... A lad. He's a lad.
0: Yeah. He'd be good to get a, a, a beer with. Yeah, like... And, I mean, LeBron loves him, so, I mean, he's got to be... I reckon Deli would, would be the weirdest person in, like... You know how Kevin Love, which doesn't fit in whenever, like, you see LeBron James and, mm-hmm. like, all the team photos? I feel like Deli with Kevin Love, that is, like, break up the dynamic. I wish he was still at the Cavs, but... But you digress. I, I, yes, I digress.
1: Um, I am benching Andrew Bogut and starting Patty Mills. Um, Starting Paddy Mills because he's you know simply one of the best shooters not even for an australian standard yeah. for a, a complete nba standard yep um constant constant six man of the year contender um amazing stuff off the bench for and he kills it in the Sir olympics Yeah, like, he does like he's one
0: of the best players not only like on the dream team but like this year with bogan when bogan had some foul trouble but patty mills has been like just phenomenal um and he and i think he's just otherworldly talent and he's he's a real role model as well with like you know his indigenous background um, for for many indigenous you know youth out there the fact that they can aspire to be you know an NBA player is, is something that I, I think to behold and I don't disagree with your DBS at all Nicholas but um, I'm starting bogey just purely off the fact that you know bogey's a bit of a bit of a lad as well and because you know I love my big men can't go past a uh, uh, solid center and he's a number one pick as well and I mean, he has he has floated around the NBA a little bit, but um, you know, hashtag Team Bogey. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs>
1: um, it was only recently that um, Paddy Mills dropped off the top for effective field goal percentage. I mean, like I was saying, he's one of the best shooters, best shooters in in the NBA. He's currently six at the moment. Yeah. Um, what what light. are the names that he's
0: alongside? Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, behind the names like Gobert, Jordan, George Jordan,
0: Um no, because that's because the the percentage shots are just taken in Yeah, pay. yeah,
1: centers. Uh, Dwight Howard, Clint Capella. So he's, he's shooting. He quite literally, these the people that are above him, and he's shooting as good as, as a center. A center who takes shots like from two, outside. Yeah, yeah, two feet from the rim. So he's one of the best shooters that that us we have ever seen, and also you yeah. know one of the one of the best shooters in the NBA. Um, I just love. Uh, it, it pained me to drop. Um, not drop to bench Bogut. He's still on my team, yep. um, but I loved what he did with the Warriors last season. Obviously, we saw the and impact he, of him out yeah, exactly. in the finals. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I thought he was a great facilitator for that offense, and obviously defense. He yeah, had imagine got it, if got it done on the defense. Yeah, imagine well. if
0: he was still there. Like you, you keep Zaza. Yeah, but then at, you, at the you
1: if, if you if you get if you keep know, Bogut, then you can't then get, you can't you get you Zaza. Can't,
0: but the, Zaza is like. Did you see Zaza's like spin move this week? By the way, no, he like dude. he did his spin move. He spinned, and then he kept spinning, and it was like literally one of the. This it's definitely a Shakti nominee, and I'll find it. He just spun and spun and spun and spun. I'm like, uh, what, was, like, it? what those, are you doing, mate? <laughs> he was like one of those spin tops. It was like almost as embarrassing as his like little shimmy oh, from a little like shimmy. eight feet, um, but. But yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, this one, this one, those top two were a top were a tough one. I mean, you can comparing Paddy and and Bogut to Dally, and you're gonna drop Daly, yeah, uh, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've both got a ring. I think Paddy might have two. Does Paddy have two rings? I think he's got two. Um, oh no, I think he's only got one. Oh, well, one ring, one ring a piece.
0: One to two. He's got one on each finger, one on each hand. <laughs> we'll we'll have to look that up, but yeah. You know.
1: But yeah, I mean, they're both quality quality players, and yeah, I just value the shooting over the
0: defensive side of bogan. but yeah DBS this week was a very Australia theme do you reckon we should just stand up and do the national anthem just because I'm, I'm back home mate or should um, we do like a? should we end the episode with like a Christmas jingle jingle bell jingle bell jingle bell just rock, as ever guys thank you for downloading and, and listening to this episode of Just Ball Things NBA podcast mate I'm trying to do my intro be begun <laughs> Steady up, jing- <laughs> jingle 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 I don't know the words, I just like the tune. You're just singing you're just saying jingle. Silent night. See,
1: you're here now, so no, I no. can I can physically punch you in the ball.
0: I know, but like can I do like Silent Night over like the back so like you-
1: Um No. <laughs> um just as ever guys, thank you so much for downloading and listening to this episode of Just Ball Things NBA Podcast. Uh you can find us on iTunes and any decent pod center. <laughs> And remember to rate and review the show because it'll help others find us and help add to the conversation. If you want to get in contact with the show, you can hit us up on Twitter at JBT Podcast or using the hashtag jbtpod. Um, you can reach us on Facebook at facebook.com slash JBT Podcast or Instagram at JBT Pod or also through the email at JBT Podcast at gmail.com. Remember guys, it's you remember it's you guys that make this show great. So we appreciate every and every, any and every post heading our way. So until next week, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
0: Sleep in heavenly peace.